is for March 5th, 2020. So let's get down to business. First thing, um, Daniel Cormier has said that he only wants to fight Stipe. So it's about time to get him, remove him from the UFC light heavyweight rankings pool. I mean, he's currently number six. There's no reason for him for him to be ranked at all if he's never going back to that division. So, come on now. Cut him cut him from the rankings pool. Um, so, Felicia Spencer is going to fight Amanda Nunes for the featherweight title at UFC 250. That's a fine fight uh, with, with the lack of depth in that division. Spencer makes sense right now. What's not fine and what does not make sense is that Spencer was on a 17-17 deal in, in, for a Norfolk fight, which is ridiculous. Um, so hopefully she makes a lot more than that for, for the title fight. And what, what's even more concerning about that 17-17 deal is that the fight before Norfolk, she fought, she fought Chris Cyborg. So... If she made 17 or less for the cyborg fight, that's that's a crime. I mean, the UFC should be embarrassed that they paid her that little for to fight Chris Cyborg. It's just ridiculous. Um, the UFC 249 pre-fight press conference takes place um, on Friday. Tomorrow, so you'll have Habib and Tony for that um, in Vegas. So I have some simple requests for that event. The first one is to make sure that all the cables are taped down with multiple layers of duct tape. Um, the second request is to have someone inspect all those cables and the tape jobs. And the third, re- the third request would be to have someone reinspect that. The fourth request I have for that is do not allow Ferguson to put his sunglasses on until he is comfortably seated on the stage. Maybe even give him a seatbelt. The fifth request is to make sure Ferguson takes those shades off before he gets up out of his seat and then have someone from the UFC security Maybe two, maybe someone, or four. Just surround him. Follow him out to his car. Don't let him put his shades back on until he sees daylight. And make sure he's in the car. Someone else close the door for him so so he doesn't catch anything in the door that could prevent him from fighting. We need to make this, this fight needs to happen. Okay, the big thing I'm going to talk about today is 
uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. So I would say I'm disappointed that the UFC has not commented on his status, um, considering his rape trial began. But to say I was, that would be a lie. I mean, at this point, I kind of expect the UFC to not comment on the status of a fighter when that fighter is facing criminal charges. They just don't do it. They put their head, the promotion, top to bottom, puts its head in the sand, and avoids the subject totally. And most of the MMA media reported this story, and they should because it, it was newsworthy. But when the UFC gets asked about things like Al-Hassan, it rarely, if ever, responds. It uses the, uh, the active fight schedule to avoid answering tough questions like this. Whenever something bad happens, the UFC avoids the subject and waits for another story to get most of the attention. And then it moves on, never, never to be asked about the subject again. Um, and that's why I hope someone takes the time to ask Dana White about Al-Hassan at some point this weekend at UFC 248. Even if it's just to get him, you know, even if it's just to ask what his status is with the UFC, that's fine. But the UFC needs to answer this question. It needs to answer tough questions. The man's on trial for rape, and at the very least, the UFC should be willing and able to answer the question about his status with the promotion. So hopefully someone will ask that. While I'm on the subject of Al-Hassan, I noticed over the past 24 hours, most MMA websites have covered the fact that his rape trial has begun. One major website is absent in that group, and that is ESPN. And that is very, very noteworthy. It's hard to believe that if if Al-Hassan was involved in any other sport other than MMA, that ESPN would not have at least mentioned the trial. The fact that it has not mentioned Al-Hassan is a terrible look for ESPN. When you add to the, that fact that ESPN never directly asked Conor McGregor about the sexual assault allegations against him, it's starting to look more and more like ESPN MMA is going the route that Fox went when it was partners with ESPN and that it's and that is being state run media state run media that's not journalism you can't avoid an ugly incident in the sport just because you're partners with ESPN and you you just can't do it UFC Needs to be covered honestly by ESPN MMA. They can't be the mouthpiece. Uh, I don't know if it can avoid going the route of Fox at this point. I'm, I really have a lot of doubts about that. It bears watching, and these are the little things. Not that these are the little things that'll that'll lead us to that'll get us to know, you know, just what ESPN is doing as far as MMA coverage and if there is an influence from the UFC in that coverage. And right now, I can't say there is an influence, but it, it sure looks like it. 
Finally, um, there's still no Angela Hill fight announcement. Um, but there are four women who have to weigh in as straw weights on Friday for, for UFC 248. So there's a chance. There's still a chance that Hill will get her seventh fight in one year. So let's see what happens. Uh, that's about it for now. I should be back tomorrow, hopefully, and uh, we'll see what happens. 